Welcome back to the Personal Training Portal podcast, and it is episode 70, and I'm actually flying solo today, so no Lewis, as he has nipped off on another holiday. I'm sure he said on one of the last podcasts that he didn't have any holidays for a while, but no, he's nipped off on holiday, and he's actually meeting up with a fellow, a fellow, sorry, Iron Man, so... You can imagine their conversation will mainly be about Iron Man because they both did an Iron Man together. So they'll just be reminiscing. And if you listen to last week's podcast, it was actually the anniversary of Lewis doing the Iron Man. So yeah, no no doubt they're probably sitting around the beach talking about how tough Iron Man was and how great they are. I hope he's enjoying himself. But yeah, you've got me today. And with having no Lewis, it's just given me artistic license with today's podcast. So I'm going to mix it up a bit today with the pod. And that's what the way I'm going to do that is basically I have got the podcast in two parts. So part one is going to be myself talking about dealing with anxiety of being a personal trainer. And part two, we're going to discuss how your actions will solve your gym floor anxiety. First part, we'll talk about some of the problems and anxieties you have as a personal trainer. And then the second part, we'll talk you through how you have the answers to those problems and anxiety and how you can turn, you know, that around. So let's dive straight into part one. So being a PT for myself, your perspective, I know for a fact that I'd gone from a salary job, obviously you turn into work motivated, but the work is there for you. You don't have to go out there and chase it. If you do less hours or the hours you, your salary too, if you do a bit more, if you don't do a bit more, you don't really have that push because you know, you're getting a fixed wage. Whereas when you're self-employed, it's a very different mindset because you're going from having a chase hustle, as a lot of people would say, to get customers, clients through the door to pay your wage, to pay your comfortable lifestyle. So I think for a lot of people, they've maybe been in a salary job and PTs are passion and they want to get into that. But the self-employed aspect of personal training can be quite a, a mindset shift to get your head round. And the thing with being self-employed that we all have days where we're more tired than others, or we're a bit, our moods a bit lower and being self-employed, even when your moods lower, even when you're tired, you've still got to get out there and chase it and do a lot of the things that you should be doing every day. Those daily actions, habits to push your business on when you're feeling down or low or tired, it can be quite easy to think, oh, I'll give it a miss today. But if you do that too regularly then that's going to have an impact in your business. So that's where it's being self-employed is it takes a bit of getting used to it all. It's also great as well, because it, being self-employed, it's your business. It's your company. You've maybe given it a name, your personal training business, and it's in a, refl a reflection of you. So that is also a motivate motivation for you to do well, because it's an almost a, an image of you. So you want to be successful. Obviously we know with personal training, there can be ups and downs to personal training. There's throughout the year, there's drop-offs naturally with PT. Me and Lewis have discussed this on previous podcasts, whether it's around number or we did a podcast recently about the drop-off in summer and how to deal with people going summer holidays, 
they been training all year to get ready for the summer holiday, but then there'll be a period of time when they're away and they're not within the business. And obviously being self-employed, if you're doing block sessions, or there can be a drop-off in your salary, which can naturally give you anxiety. We all look at the bank balance and if you're not busy and the bank balance is going down or it's not really going up or there's no movement in it, that does give you anxiety because at the end of the day, you know, you're there to make the money. So you have a comfortable lifestyle, you pay your bills, your rent, what council tax, whatever it is. So it's about dealing with those ups and downs. So there will be times of the year, January time after Christmas is historically been a massive or a popular time for people to take PT up because you've piled the weight on over Christmas. Same with after the summer holidays, people have gone away, enjoyed themselves, overindulged, and they want to lose some of that excess weight that they've put on when they've been enjoying themselves. With PT, there will be ups and downs. In previous podcasts, we've discussed some of the ways to deal with that and to have systems in place that can you can maybe push or turn on when numbers do drop off naturally and you can pick up maybe some new clients to take that anxiety away. Because if you're busy, got lots of clients, a full diary, you won't have the time to feel anxious about anything and you definitely won't because you'll be doing well, you'll be making money. So those, at that point, you won't be feeling anxiety is when you're quiet, maybe you're just starting out as a PT and you've done your PT course and they potentially haven't given you much help on the business side. Starting fresh in a commercial gym, it's like scratching your head a little, like how do I get these clients? And me and Lewis have spoken about not going in on the hard sell and when we started, we just didn't have a clue. Give someone a tour around the gym or an induction and you say, oh, by the way, we're a PT. So just contact me if you're interested. And they're like, I don't know if I need PT and I don't really know you. And it's obviously all about adding value, conversations, etc. But let's not get into that today. Yeah. So I just want to get the, across the point. You need to get your head around being self-employed and dealing with those ups and downs and you know, I'll get into how you can deal with that and how you can have systems and, and what you can do to, and well, actions, things you can do to help that. But the main thing, and I know for a fact, me and Lewis did this at the very start before we probably do better is you'd be a bit quieter one week or a couple of weeks. And rather than going out there and chatting to more people and chasing it, You'd sit in this, the PT staff room or at reception and just chat to other PTs and uh, just completely ignore the gym floor and the members. Uh, and just, you'd probably whinge to your fellow PTs. Oh God, not doing very well this week. Haven't got many clients. There's just no one in here wants PT. Just don't know what to do. It's getting a bit desperate. And that's the worst thing you could be doing. You sitting in the staff room or reception, whinging to other PTs is not being proactive, trying to get more clients. You're just whinging. Instead of whinging, which I'll get into, you need to think, right, how do I change this? Yeah. So the worst thing you can do is beat yourself up and let self doubt creep in, whether you're thinking, is it me? Is it the personal training that I'm offering? Is it my image? Is my package not good enough? What can I do differently? What am I doing wrong? Obviously. Self-reflection is good, but don't start beating yourself up. And the last thing you want to do is beat yourself up and just sit in your ass and not be proactive, which is taking us back to the start of the conversation, going from a salary job into self-employed, 
don't really have to be that proactive or self-motivated when you're salaried. Obviously some people are, but when you're self-employed, you really have to be self-motivated because you're essentially the boss at the end of the day of yourself. And there's no one else that's going to be cracking the whip. No one else telling you, come on, Pete, get off your ass. Stop chatting to the PTs about you having no clients. You have to have that self-chat within your head. So basically, the last thing you want to do is get anxious or worried or beat yourself up or just sit around and expect people to come. You've got to be more self-aware and more self-motivated and take actions. And remember a massive thing as well, that although you might be thinking to yourself, I've given it a few weeks, I've given it a good crack, I had a few conversations every day for the last two weeks and it hasn't really brought any success or results from it. It's going to take time and a, potentially a lot of time. It's not just a case of you start in PT and you throw a couple of weeks of throwing a lot of hours in talking a lot of people doing things consistently and suddenly you just are inundated with clients. It could take months. It could take six months, but as long as you're prepared at the start, you've said to yourself, you've had the chat with yourself that I've got to do these actions, whatever it is, talk to people, have a good package, do some marketing, whatever it is, having conversations and you do that consistently. And then when you get in clients, giving them a good service. If you're doing those things consistently more than for two weeks, for weeks upon weeks, months, years, whatever it is, and you're doing those actions and you're doing the right actions consistently, your business will take off and it will be successful. But if you're just throwing a few days of chatting to people every so often or doing it for a couple of weeks and then expecting that'll just solve it and you don't have to keep doing it, then that's the problem. We've so many, the turnover of PTs within the industry, you probably know for yourself is massive because people, it's their passion to do it, they do it, but they don't really come into it with maybe their eyes fully open and realize that, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take consistency of actions every day, doing the same things and keep doing it. Even when you get a few clients, you get a few bites, keep doing it and doing it and not just sitting on your ass and complaining about the world and about the lack of clients, that isn't going to do it. Remember, being self-employed takes a completely different mindset, but you've got to put the hard work in, put the graft in, and give yourself some time. So if you're starting out, make sure you've got some savings that can cover you before that you have to have money because it might take time to have those clients. So if you've got some spare money behind you, it's going to take the anxiety away from you because you're thinking, got a good few months to have a good crack at this before I need to worry about maybe looking for another job. So I just want to get that across. I think a lot of people that just don't think about that before starting out on PT and they just see the adverts from different education providers about personal training level three and how you can earn 50 K a year and work the hours you want to be self-employed and be your own boss. And that's great. There are definitely some positives, but there are also some cons. And if you haven't got your head in the game on what those cons or problems might be that arise, then you're going to be caught cold. So just, uh, remember there's a bit to it, but if you go into it, knowing and having a plan, how to deal with your anxiety or worries, 
it's going to make it a lot easier for you to overcome them. Okay. So let's finish part one there and I'll see you in a second for part two. So here we are, part two of the podcast. And we were talking in part one about dealing with the anxiety of being a personal trainer. And part two is the positive part of the podcast because I want to get some, you know, actions, some information across to you of how you can turn those negatives, that anxiety into a positive. And all of that is done from the actions that you take, you as the personal trainer take. As I mentioned uh, in part one about being a self-employed PT, you'd need the mindset of being self-motivated because you are your boss. Well, if you're in a commercial gym, you might have a gym manager, but he isn't there to give you clients. He isn't to, there to fill your diaries. He just wants the gym floor covered, whether it's for cleaning, safety, doing gym classes like me and Lewis did. But in order for you to keep doing that, you need to have the clients to pay your bill. Bills at home, your rent, council tax, etc., car, whatever it is. So you need to be self-motivated. So when, you know, times are quiet as a PT, you've maybe covered all the bits and pieces on the gym floor. Get out there, talk to people, have conversations. And it's not a case of going over and giving someone the hard sell on the treadmill. Go over there. There's certain places and machines in the gym where people generally struggle on and and need more help than others. Well, you'll see them deliberately, not deliberately, sorry. You'll see people not being able to use a certain machine. Well, there'll be more popular ones than others where people struggle with. So those are key areas that you can target and don't go into it from how can I sell PT to this person? Go into there and see how you can help them. Because at the end of the day, we become personal trainers to help people. And if you go in there with that mindset rather than selling, the conversational flow, you'll give someone value. And th this is something that me and Lewis talk about in depth, whether it's on the course, whether it's in a podcast, whether it's on social media about giving value. And that can be a simple conversation that can be checking someone's form and technique on an exercise or finding out what, what they're doing, what their goal is, why they're using this machine. Maybe they're using it to improve their core or lower body and you think maybe this would be more suited for you for that for those reasons so you're giving people information you're giving them value that we harp on about quite a bit giving value being self-motivated and going and having those conversations of course you're not going to have a conversation you're in the gym already and every conversation you have you're more likely to pick a client up you just sitting in the office morning is definitely not going to get you in client unless someone just randomly walks up to the staff room, knocks on and says, oh, by the way, I'm looking for a personal train. Can anyone help? And the chances of that happen are very slim. But if you get out there and you have meaningful conversations, give value to people and you give value without actually asking for much in return, they're probably likely to come back and say, yeah, this is the person, guy, girl for me, that's going to help me with my workout training, whatever it is. So. Definitely getting off your arse and talking to people. You know, in part one, I talked about how I often did it at the start and I saw other PT, numerous PTs, I know Lewis would have done it with me at the start as well, where we just sat and moaned to each other. Oh God, this isn't working out. Don't know what to do. The first, <laughs> we needed this podcast to listen to this podcast and listen to us saying, stop sitting on your arse and go and talk to people. 
because that's going to get your clients not mourning about it. So I think the other thing as well is for a fact that working hard and staying positive is going to help too. So like I said in the previous part one, got to set some time there. I know for a fact what helped me at the, when I was starting PT and is I didn't really have a time frame of how long I'd give it. I just knew that I had to put the graft in and if I put enough graft in, I'd imagined it would work out and it did in the end. People would probably argue I was one of the most hardworking PTs in our commercial gym. I was there dawn till dusk and that isn't, in a, that isn't an exaggeration at all. I'm sure I'll get that out there. Uh, but yeah, I was there first thing and I was there probably last thing in any, anything in between and just talking to people, helping people. I'm naturally quite friendly. So I would, I'd generally just say hello pass the time of day with people as well, not even get into gym stuff. If I'd had a bit maybe more structure with how I had those conversations and what was involved in those conversations, I probably would have picked up clients quicker than I did. Although it worked out for me, I probably could have made it a lot easier and got more successful and busier quicker if I'd actually structured it and put together a form, formulated a plan of how those conversations would look. And if you look back at some of the previous podcasts, you'll see we talk about the mystic conveyor belt and we're not talking about you wanting the gym, the gym managers putting a conveyor belt in the middle of the gym. We're talking about the uh, mystic conveyor belt, which is starting conversations, giving people value along it, and then eventually they will come into your business and pay you for PT. But yeah, check those pod podcasts out for a bit more information on that. And also on the course, you'll get a lot of good value on that as well. So yeah. So. Just be aware that you will have to put the graft in and you need to be consistent with it. And if you do that, you will get results. But also having that structure to your conveyor belt and those conversations will help you get there quicker too. Also, just a quick note on that is burnout. And, you know, it's important that although you're putting the hours in at the gym, that you allow yourself some time away from the gym, which is something I definitely didn't do. I was guilty of that. I was in all the time. And that was another reason that maybe held me back is because I didn't make enough time out of the gym just to clean my head, come back in refreshed. So although you're good, I'm telling you, put the graft in and be consistent. You also need to schedule some time away and don't look at that time away as missing out or cheating or wasting your time because it's definitely not a waste of time because I probably fell into this trap and I thought, well, if I'm not in there hustling, grafting, other PTs could be talking to other clients or potential clients and I've missed out. But in fact, that time away probably would have done me the world of good. I would have come back and refreshed. My conversations would have probably been better because I would have been able to talk about something other than the gym floor that I'd lived in for about seven days the previous week. So I would have a bit better chat. I probably would have looked more refreshed and more enthused to talk to people. So definitely watch out for that burnout. And the last point I really want to touch on this is don't be scared to reach out and get help. There's so much help and resources out there now that probably when me and Lewis started, there was just nothing. Like there was barely anything. And now I feel there's quite a bit in terms of resources, seems a lot more of online resources out there at the moment. Cause I think with COVID everyone pivoted from online, from face to face to online and the sort of the PT gurus out there have really kept going with the online, but that's why me and Lewis put this PTP together 
to help more because we've experienced it and to give you those resources to make sure you can get the diary full and keep you away from that PT self-employed anxiety that can sneak in from time to time. So to wrap up there, part one, we covered some of the anxieties, ups and downs of PT and part two, I covered, look, your actions will result in you being successful on daily habits, looking at things in the positive light rather than negative and not just sitting on your ass and hoping, holding you, crossing your fingers and hoping it'll change. You've got to get out there, right by the scruff of the neck. And if you make positive actions, positive things will come to you. So get out there, have conversations. Yeah. Conversations that cost you nothing. You don't need any fancy social media marketing. If you're in a gym floor, commercial gym. You've got a big captive audience in front of you and those conversations that cost you nothing can result in clients and give value. So yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Obviously, I haven't been able to give you any sort of facts on German economy that Lewis likes to drop in there now and then. And we haven't had any bad dad jokes. So actually we've been pretty unbalanced actually on the sort of chit chat we usually have in fact and information we give. So. A lot more information in this one, but yeah, any questions, get in touch with us on social media, give the podcast a like, subscribe, share it with your other PT colleagues. And yeah, if you're interested in doing the course, please get in touch. But otherwise, I hope you have a great week and avoid gym floor anxiety. Thanks guys.